I'm Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're having a tremendous day. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about smoothies. Yes, I was recently talking to someone that we're working with about smoothies and how they fit in, whether they're a good option. A lot of people have heard about them. Uh, in some circles, they're like the magical elixir of health, and in others, they're poo-pooed as, you know, just junk and hype. So let's take a couple minutes today and talk about smoothies. Now, smoothies are different than juices, and we'll talk a little more about juices some other time. The main difference here is a juice is going to come from a juicer, which is going to take all the fiber out of the food. If you put an orange, so you can think about orange juice for the most part, right? Goes through, takes away all the actual quote unquote orange, all the fiber, all the structure, and it leaves behind the juice. Similarly, you can juice, you know, just about anything, although I don't recommend trying to juice a banana or something like that, right? The difference in a smoothie is that everything is there. You would take that same orange and you would put it in a blender and you would whiz it all up. Yes, the juice is there, but also all the fiber and all the other pieces of that orange are included. So the main difference here is that a it is that a juice is going to require a juicer, not ha have little to no fiber in it, whereas a smoothie is going to require a blender and have the whole spectrum of, you know, everything in there. It's for that reason, in general, if you have to choose between a smoothie and a juice, in general, I recommend the smoothie because you have the entire spectrum of the food in the smoothie versus only the juice part and what's in the juice and you're taking away all the fiber and everything else. Now, we'll talk more about juices later, as I mentioned, and when they can be very helpful for people. So in general, is a smoothie magic? No, it isn't. Is a smoothie worthless hype? No, it isn't. Now, there's a few different things that you can put into a smoothie. So we can start with, you know, food, essentially, right? So fruits, vegetables, and protein sources can all be put into a smoothie. And then supplements can also be added on top of it, various powders, liquids, um, even pills and things, if you have a blender that can handle it, can all be crushed up and put into a smoothie. Now, this is one of the beneficial parts of a smoothie. For those of us who, you know, maybe having more serious digestive or autoimmune issues, maybe taking a good number of supplements at any one time to help deal with those issues, one way to make it easier to get those in is by putting them all into a smoothie. So it can be a great delivery vehicle, especially if people have trouble with pills or we're talking about kids or the elderly or, you know, who might have some issues swallowing a bunch of pills. We can put those pills, powders, and liquids all into a smoothie as a way to get that in. So that is one valuable way to use a smoothie. The second value of a smoothie is simply as a way to get more fruits and especially vegetables into the mix. Now, some of us like vegetables. By all means, indulge, right? But some of us, again, whether it's kids, the elderly, or just those of us who didn't grow up, don't enjoy vegetables very much. One way to get more of them in is with a smoothie. 
Now, this comes to one of the common mistakes that people make when putting smoothies into their life. So most commercial smoothies you can get like from a smoothie bar are going to be heavy on fruit and very light on vegetables. So the ratio here could be 80 to 90 percent or even 95 percent fruit and just a tiny smattering of vegetables. Now, this makes a really tasty, very sugary, very sweet smoothie that everybody loves to drink. The problem is that a smoothie like that can have more sugar than a soda. And while it is marginally healthier than a soda, not by much. The reality is we want more vegetables than fruit. More vegetables than fruit in a smoothie. So ideally, we're looking at 80 to 90% vegetables and 20% fruit. Now, that's going to make a much less sweet smoothie, and that's going to be unpalatable for some people. So the idea here is just to think as many vegetables as possible and as little fruit as necessary. Now, again, putting in things like berries can be very helpful. They tend to be lower in sugar, higher in other beneficial nutrients. But in general, you know, we start someone with where they are. If it needs to be 60% fruit in the beginning or 70% and 30-40% vegetables, great. And as someone goes along, we can try to skew that ratio down, ideally hitting 20% or less fruit and 80% or more vegetables. So that's one of the first mistakes that people make is when they think smoothie, they think fruit. And ideally, we're talking vegetables here. The second issue that people make is they get hung up on exact ratios or exact, it must have this or it must have this or that. The reality is, you know, pretty much anything can go into a smoothie. So really common ingredients, like we mentioned berries, blueberries are one very common ingredient. They're easily available at the store. You can buy them frozen in most places any time of the year and they can go in. So that's one option for people. You know, as far as vegetables, things like spinach and other leafy greens, broccoli and others are really common ingredients. That's all fine. The reality here is anything can go in to a smoothie, any kind of vegetable that you enjoy. Some have stronger flavors than others, so it's worth experimenting. And here's another piece. Over time, it's worth experimenting with different options. If you find a recipe that works well for you, then use it. But over time, why don't we try some different things and put some different things into the mix as well. Now, the third mistake, so we've talked, one, too much fruit. Two, getting stuck on some magic recipe, it must include these things. No, not necessarily. The third mistake that people make, and this is one I've done many times myself, is making it too much. Like, too many ingredients. I'm going to put 74 different things, 19 kinds of vegetables, and, and 11 different powders, and, and, six, and it takes, you know, an hour and a half to make this smoothie, which means long-term, it's just not sustainable, okay? So again, simplicity is better than complexity here. Getting some fruits and vegetables, tossing them into, uh, you know, the blender and getting, a, if, if we're adding a few different add-ons, great, that's fine. But if we make it too complicated, it, it long-term, it's just not going to be sustainable. It's not going to happen. So making it too complex is the 
problem that we're talking about here. Now, the last problem with smoothies is thinking that fully takes the place of food. Now, the great thing, if we make a smoothie correctly, it is food, right? It's not just all pills and powders and various magical concoctions, right? It actually contains vegetables. It contains some fruits. It contains real food. So there's real value in a smoothie. But also, it does not take the place if we're eating McDonald's and, and fast food the other three meals of the day and we throw in a smoothie, does that like erase all of the issues with the other food or completely make up for it? No. Now, having said this, if someone is eating fast food and McDonald's and, and all of that three times a day and they throw in a smoothie, is it beneficial? Yes, it is. But it doesn't take the place of it. So just because we think uh, just because we put a smoothie in doesn't it, it magically absolve all of the rest of what we're eating. We still need to eat healthy food. But a smoothie, as we said in the beginning, can be an easy way to add more fruits and vegetables to someone's diet, whether they are already eating a decent number of fruits and vegetables or whether they're not eating many fruits and vegetables. So in that regard, it can be a helpful addition to someone's diet. It can also be a place we can toss in those pills and powders and various things that someone's taking it, making it easier for someone to get those into their diet. So smoothies can be really helpful for people. Are they magic? No. Does everyone need to do a smoothie? No. Are they often a convenient way to get more fruits and vegetables into a person's diet and get some more health benefits from them. Yes, they are. So when people tell you the key to health is a smoothie, the answer is no, it isn't. When they say, oh, it's all just junk and garbage and bogus, no, it isn't. There are a few key mistakes that people make. We talked about too much fruit being one of the issues. We talked about making it too complex being another issue. We talked about we talked about thinking that there is a magic recipe that is going to that, that someone needs to follow being an issue. And lastly, we talked about the people thinking the idea that taking a smoothie magically absolves them of any other dietary choices in their life. So sidestepping those pieces, having a smoothie that is more vegetable than fruit, having a recipe that isn't too complicated, knowing that we can change it up and make changes and knowing that we still need to eat a healthy diet on top of it, by following those pieces, we can make smoothies a healthy part of a person's diet. So if a smoothie sounds interesting to you, you want to give it a try, all you need is a good blender and, you know, some be willing to experiment and try some different things. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if you're looking for more great information like this on, on whether you needed, what you need to do in your life and what makes the most sense for it, I'd like to recommend recommend my best-selling book, The Clear Path to Health. It is the result of over 10 years of working with people, of a medical school education, thousands upon thousands of hours spent studying and researching, and literally hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on education and continuing education. I've distilled all that down into a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you understand the key facets of what you need to do to stay healthy, get healthy, and avoid getting sick. We've had people tell us that by reading the book and by implementing the steps inside, they've been able to cause major transformations in their life. That is our goal, and that is what we'd like for you. So all you need to do to get the book is go to aspirenaturalhealth.com slash 
book. That is aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book. Aspire is an A-S-P-I-R-E naturalhealth.com slash book. All right, folks, until next time, take care.